<laughs> Hello, and welcome to Don't Drink and Review. I'm Tanner Prittis. I'm here with Yoshi. Sup? Um, we're here with this Versig Media, recording our pilot episode of Don't Drink and Review, where we drink, drink and review. Um, basically, that's it. We're going to review some cool stuff. We're um, going to drink. Yeah, we're going to hopefully share some cool stuff with you that you don't know about, like certain topics, um, and probably get drunk along the way. I'm totally okay with this. My liver is going to hate me, but my mind... Your mind is going to No, your me. mind will slip. I mean, these people, they're going to know. They're going to know how drunk that we can get. Okay, so uh, stick around. Um, we're going to have a little giveaway at the end of the video. We're going to give out the instructions and all that stuff. So stick around for that giveaway. Um, or I'm going to fight your way for you. Straight up. So, yeah. So what we're going to do first... <clears throat> this is our first alcohol. Um... Four Locos. I don't know if we can show that, but blur that out later. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, how um, many of you remember Four Locos or have memories of the original right. Four Locos? No, because it got banned because it had like illegal stimulants in it, basically. Mm -hmm. That like there's like cocaine and in a bottle. So it's it's still like a bo a bottle of wine in a can, but um. I mean, the it's alcoholic in me is totally okay with that. Yeah, so and it's a uh, seltzer, so you know, with my diabetic ass. Right, and uh, with the guys. seltzers, I think like, I don't know why, but everybody's trying to like get on this like seltzer game. Like, it's true. White Claw came out, and then I saw the Bud Light seltzer, and then it was like every That's single insane. brand had yeah. a seltzer. So, we're gonna try the Four Locos. Let's do it. Okay, no, wait, get that. listen. I want to hear. Listen to this, y'all. Oh yeah. The alcoholics the out there. Let's see if we can catch this. The fizziness. Oh yeah. Oh oh oh. Too much. <laughs> Do you want to pour your own? Okay. I mean, you can get turning. That's okay. Mm, so this is the mango flavor, mango hard seltzer. It's twelve percent alcohol um, with a hint of sour mango. That kind of scares me because it's like, what's the other part of it? If it's just a hint of mango, it's like, okay, well, like, uh, there's a. Let's see. Pinky out. That's like twelve ounces of alcohol and then a hint of mango. So yeah, give it a try. Oh, it's 23 fluid ounces. All right, well, let's get drunk and review some shit. Cheers. Ugh. Uh, actually, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. No, your eyes are watery. <laughs> you're crying and you're like, oh, it's not that bad. No, the initial taste was really good, but like... I'm getting that sour. That hint of mango yeah. is not such a hint. I'm starting but, to get the sour that's coming through and... Yeah. Uh, it's I like really a, do like the bubbly. Like, you know me, I like my bubbly water, but... You do. You're the only person I know that would drink this without the hints of mango. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would say, I, I, I would drink it again. I don't know about a whole can. Have you ever killed a whole can of Four Locos? I've made very, very... I don't know my words right now. I've made a lot of mistakes with Four Locos. Yeah. And it's usually, it happens after two of them, right. or like... Top was three. Oh Guys, that used to be the rule of thumb with right. Four Locos back in the day. Is you drink three of them oh. and you like black out and you're like done for the night because mm -hmm. I remember I drank two of these mm -hmm. when I was like freshly 21. Right. And that was probably back when they were good still. That was defined good. What? <laughs> Liquid cocaine. Yes, that was what they would, <laughs> you would get your money's worth for getting like fucked up and everything. So yeah, try it out. Four locos. It's fucking. It's, it's four really crazies. Mm. 
I can only handle one crazy at a time, so four crazies. All right, so um, now on to the body of this episode. So what I'm going to talk to you about is um, SpongeBob. Oh. Yeah, so uh, SpongeBob SquarePants um, was probably one of my favorite childhood cartoons. Uh, I remember when it came out. I watched it all the time. I probably reference it more than like any other television show. Um, oh yeah, definitely. I've heard you yell a bunch of SpongeBob quotes <laughs> at everyone. <laughs> right. Um, and so let's see here. I'm just gonna give you a rundown if you've never really seen SpongeBob. Um, this part was really fun because I did like the whole like I wrote down all these notes and stuff, but this part I did all from memory and I felt Ooh. pretty cool because I was like I knew all because you actually remembered. Right. All of Spongebob, like right. OG Spongebob. So Spongebob is a sea sponge who lives under um, under the sea in a pineapple. Um, he's a fry cook at Krusty Krab. Uh, his owner, oh, his owner, Spongebob's <laughs> owner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this got very BDS for me really uh, quick. <laughs> bet you guys didn't know there's a dark Spongebob series. I'm pretty um, sure Sandy Cheeks would be his owner. Like, yeah, we'll get <laughs> or anyway, uh, anyway <laughs> all right. so, so um, Eugene Krabs is the owner of Krusty Krab. He works with Squidward Tentacles. Um, and he has a best friend, Patrick Starr, and Sandy Cheeks. And so, you know, I was proud because I actually remind, remembered all their last names. And I was like, I probably, like, push like out. top tier fandom right there, knowing, like, their full name and everything. Right. But, like, I worry that, like, all this SpongeBob information has pushed out my childhood memories. Because I remember more of SpongeBob than I do of, like, being a child. So, yeah. No, I feel that. If that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't really know. Um, I don't think it matters. So anyway, they go jellyfishing. They play games like Find the Hay in the Needle Stack. Do you remember that episode? Find the Hay in the Needle Stack. That episode was great. Yeah, oh my so god, the repressed memories. Because like I've forgotten most of this shit, and right. then like you just bring that up, and it's like right. instant. You know that little spot? Find the Hay in the Needle Stack. <laughs> it's like bam. That was when uh, they were doing the like hardcore. Uh, like Sandy was making him do all the crazy shit, yeah, and like yeah. playing like that really hardcore like metal music and everything. Yeah, dun 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 dun. dun. It was like dun. Lamb of God for yeah. SpongeBob. And the best part about that episode at the very end, like everybody in the town is hiding from S Sandy. Oh remember? yeah, because she went freaking psycho. And then Patrick gets home and he's like sitting. He walks up to his house and there's all these eyeballs underneath <laughs> the rock. He's, who are you people? <laughs> <laughs> so. Patrick's probably my favorite. Yeah, though. I really do like Patrick. They, you know, what's interesting in the show is he has like these weird, like sometimes he's like a complete idiot, and sometimes he's like SpongeBob's smart best friend, or he's like, it, it's interesting the character waves that they have. It's like nobody fits like their character box, at least in the early episodes, which are the best ones. Yeah, but, I mean, I've um, seen some of the newer ones, and right, we're gonna get into that. Like the fall of SpongeBob is. It was really like sad to see because the originals were so amazing. Oh, like, for Loco Burp. Mm, how's that? Mm, hint mango, of mango. Hint of mango. Yeah. Hint of mango. More seltzer than like anything. Right. The creation of the show um, is pretty interesting. I mean, there's a lot of people that went into this, but Steven Hillenberg is kind of who um, basically created the show. Um, he was born in, on August 22nd, 1961 in Fort Sill Army Base, located in La, um, Lawton, 
o- Oklahoma. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Words. Bought in Oklahoma. <laughs> that for um, local getting to you there? I know. Maybe. <laughs> um, so he had a father, Kelly, and a mother, Nancy. I like how I said that. Like what? Like Nancy. he was like, there's some test tube babies out there that don't have fathers and mothers. I don't know what you're talking about. Why are you calling me out like this? I don't have a belly button. I'm like Kyle XY. Do you remember that show? No. Okay. Oh, wait, well, no, yeah. He didn't have a belly button. Yeah, it was like a weird, like, sci-fi show, right? Yeah, it was definitely weird. Sorry. Yeah. Different. Thanks. I prefer that. <laughs> you know, this is don't supposed to be a judgment-free zone, not about my belly Sorry, button. don't. Don't take my judgments, dude. I promise. Okay. So, take um, more than your judgments. He didn't grow up in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma. He grew up in Orange County. And so, like, he developed this love of the sea going as a kid to the beach and stuff. Um, he started like doing art in school. Uh, his first, I thought this was really cool. So his very first drawing was of an orange slice. It's kind of random. Like, that is random. Orange, I, orange County. I tried to find like the actual picture of it, but there was nothing. I thought it would be really cool, but alas, he didn't save anything. I mean, I just can't even draw an orange slice. So, you know, it would turn out looking like I don't even know what it would like. Not an orange slice. Though, yeah. No, I can't draw. I can't even draw stick figures. No. Like, no, that's the only thing that I did draw. Dude. Oh, really? When I was a kid, I used to draw these like little comics of like stick figures literally just killing ones? each other. No, it was like, it was panel based. Oh, okay. So it would be like, what well, this stick figure, he's talking to a guy and then he fucking kicks his head off and his head explodes. Or so like, it was like cyanide and happiness before cyanide yeah, and happiness was right. even a thing. Well, you could have, you could have had that. I'm, no, I kind of stole it from, do you remember like those old like stick figure websites that they had? It was like old. I remember playing the old games where it was like the stick figure games that. Oh, you get a fight with them yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got into those, but they had like whole series of these like crazy stick fights and you could like follow their little storyline. It was so good. Like the fighting was so good in it. But, um, so Tanner has stick figure comic books out there. If you guys want to check them out, I know, huh? They're check from it his out. childhood. Six years old, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Can you it's imagine? Younger and younger. Oh, it's just blood and gore. And now here you are drinking alcohol live on a podcast and talking about SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have come oh, far, my we've friend. We've come so far, so far. Um, so some of Hillenberg's early work, he worked on uh, Rocco's Modern Life. I um, love that show. Yeah. I've, I fucking love that show so much and like it was so weird though like the what were they frogs like the next door neighbors right he had like the frogs um and then he had that cow friend and then half the turtle fairy. yeah half well, fairy. Half, like, yeah. it's such like a stereotypical name just yeah. like you're a cow I'm gonna call you half fairy yeah and yeah and um so like that kind of he was on the animation team so he like did the character character development so I think that kind of like weird because like that was kind of a dark it was a really dark show like oh, it was that always was the 90s for a cartoon yeah show was, there. i mean that's what made these cartoons so rememberable rememberable and fun is that they were dark and they were like the art was so um versatile i guess it wasn't just like because i mean you had like doug Rocco's modern life ren and stimpy mm-hmm. ren and stimpy was that one that that they had that no boundaries so they were dirty. just like did you watch cow, cow and Chicken? Yeah, Jeez, the devil was... was a little perv, you know? Yeah. Like, but that was, the 90s were weird because it's like, even Spongebob has like the adult jokes and everything right. there, but like, you know, Ren and Stimpy, they had that one episode where uh, they were in like this monster's mouth and 
the uvula or whatever was like hitting uh, I forget which one's which like which one was the fat one Stimpy is um, Stimpy is the skinny one okay sure. so wait ah, shit I can't remember fuck does our crew know I know huh? do you guys, do you guys, guys remember the fat one and Stimpy uh, I'm pretty sure Ren is the fat one Ren yeah I think so I think so we're, we're doing a fact check right oh, yeah, now. Yeah, I know. Real quick fact check. I'm trying to think of his voice. He has like, what accent is that? He's Red like, is the, sm- uh, is the chihuahua. Okay, so, okay, so Stimpy is, is the, the fat one. The fat one. Uh, I, was wrong I don't know what he was, but he was definitely the fat yeah. one. But he's like bent over and this monster's like Yubla is like tickling his booty hole. And <laughs> like he's like getting all like weird about it. So right. Ren is saying there, he's like, what did I tell you? Like, who's catcher? Who's pitcher? Who's catcher? Who's pitcher? Oh, and I was like, oh my god, these are like I didn't catch this when I was a kid, you know. And right. it's like I watched this. It's probably like 23, 24 when I watched that episode again. Yeah. I was like, holy shit! Like I know what this means now, but like they got away with this oh, when yeah. we were kids in the nineties. Oh yeah, I never knew that any of these. Like going back and rewatching some of these old cartoons, I'm like. These were so hilarious, mm-hmm. and we didn't even understand like some of the jokes. Like, these were not just for kids. You know, they it was so great. It's probably why we have such a dark sense of humor right. nowadays. Because like... the '90s were legit. So, speaking of these old cartoons, um, Steven Hillenburg, he had these two like short uh, story animations that he did. Mm-hmm. And the one's called the Green Beret, and the other one is called Wormholes. You can find those on YouTube. Um, I have a link that I'll send to you guys. It's on the thingy, but hopefully we can have a link in the description or something. But it, they are so incredibly like dark, but like creative. Like okay, in the Green Beret, um, basically this like cookie. Uh, what are those little girls that sell cookies? Girl Scouts? Scouts? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you almost described them perfectly, too. You know? It's like, <laughs> literally the only thing yeah. that they do. We're Scouts, and we just sell cookies. We're girls, and we're Scouts, and we sell cookies. Right. And they're fucking good cookies. But it's like, it's her. There's no actual, like, words or anything. And she comes and is, like, demanding that he buy cookies from him. It's only, it's like, like, a couple minutes. Episode. The chocolate. Oh yeah, 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 it is. Whoa, yeah, I never made that correlation. So, yeah, all right. Yeah. So that could have been like the little thought baby that he had and right. just created one of my favorite episodes. I right, had. I love that episode. Chocolate. <laughs> I remember when they first invented chocolate. Oh yeah, I hated it. I hated it. Uh, um, that's the only voice I can. And make. then the wormholes one. Honestly, if you don't watch the Green Beret, but the wormholes one is so weird, dude. Like yeah. it. I can't even describe it to you, but like, it is really cool to see Steven Hillenburg, like where his art started because like, you know, in certain SpongeBob episodes, they'll have these weird, like little cut scenes of like SpongeBob being like, eh, like Doodle Bob. Right. Or like, well, just like those little quick, like little bits that they'll put in there. And it's like more realistic kind of oh, looking. Oh, like the a little zoomed dark. in. Yeah. Like yeah. when it's like a bad, I'm trying to think of that episode, but SpongeBob is like, eh, eh. And it like he looks all little decrepit and yeah, it's interesting because all of the like I can see his old artwork in these old cartoons that he like made and it's really okay. cool. So definitely go give those a look. They're really cool. I really enjoyed watching. I have them. to check those out. Um, so after that, so there, the, SpongeBob was influenced by a bunch of different things. He uh, Stephen had uh, this comic book called The Intertidal Zone. 
Okay. Yeah, it's like this really cool um, comic book. It's just it he so he studied like marine biology in college. Um, he I think he graduated with a master's in my marine like. And then goes on to just make cartoons. Right, I know. Like, isn't that hilarious? He's like, oh, I spent all this money to become, like, this marine development planner. Um, and now he just And now I have a character named Sandy Cheeks. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so, like, the original, uh, there was a character called Bob the Sponge, and who later became Sponge Boy in the early development. Sponge Boy. Yeah, and... Um, they had, they were going to originally call it Sponge Boy, mm -hmm. but there was already a company that sold mops in, at that time. So they had oh this copyright God. for Sponge Boy. So eventually it became SpongeBob, but it was just kind of funny. Well, they that had way. a crossover. It was just like a random mop shows up in Bikini right. Bottom. He's like, I'm the original Sponge Boy. No, do you remember when, um, there is an episode where he becomes a mop. Uh, he, uh, like a, cleans the whole Krusty Krab or something with himself. I don't know. I don't I really, know. I mean, he's a sponge. That. Right. You know, I use him to clean with. Clean something. Something. <laughs> um, I, is that what, like, loofahs are? They're, like, Smart yeah. cousins? Yeah. I feel bad for that. <laughs> <laughs> I've cleaned um, my butthole. So, a uh, little bit about the beginning. So, he started developing in 1996. The first episode was uh, Help Wanted and Reef Blower. Remember, if you remember those ones, it's like where SpongeBob first applies for the Krusty Krab, and oh. it's all the it's all the fucking um, uh, sardines. Oh, what does he say? He's like, you know, I've anyway. probably seen it, but it's like one of those where I like actually watched it when I was a kid, yeah. especially if it was back then. That was the original too. That was the very first episode. And then, do you remember the reef blower one? That was all. It was all silent, and they um, he's just like cleaning his yard, and yeah, it's. <laughs> Definitely give that one a look. Go look at the beginning. Going to yeah. go back to the very beginning of that. That's that's what like sixteen? No, fourteen years. So nineteen ninety nine. So no, that oh, was no, like that's that's math. twenty years ago. Math. And that's older than all. Isn't that crazy, dude? Like we people that watch SpongeBob now, you know, it's like we were little kids then. Because yeah. ninety six, I would have been six years old. Mm -hmm. And you know, and that's like my little sister wasn't even born yet. Right. You know, so there's like a show out there that has been going on longer than, you know, like our little siblings have been entire right. existence. Right. And we still reference it. Like, yeah. At least I do. I love, I mean, it's crazy that that, it, I, I, it like shaped our childhood in a way, which is so weird. It did. It also shaped like our parents too, because uh, I've definitely walked in on my dad watching Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what you doing there, Dad? Oh. He's like, oh, nothing. Your sister was watching. I'm like, my sister's been outside for 15 minutes. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> so it's like, you know, it was one of those shows, you know, typical 90s show where, right. you know, like we were saying, they have those adult jokes like thrown in that right. we don't catch. But, you know, it made it fun for families to come together and watch it because right. they'll say something that'll be completely over our heads and our parents will be laughing. We're like, that wasn't even funny. Yeah. Like, what are you laughing at? They're talking about like, yeah. It's like some sex joke. Yeah, and, you know? and you're all, what's going on? And they're like, we gotta turn this off. Yeah, like you can. So it's funny that like you, your parents actually watched it with you. So my parents, I remember the very first day that I watched SpongeBob, like the very first opening scene where he's jumping across his name mm -hmm. and his pants come off, and my mom was watching, oh and immediately as that came on, she's like, oh, you can't watch this. You gotta turn it off. Can't it's see the SpongeBob. Yeah, and I'm like, he's he's wearing he's a sponge. Yeah. 
You think he's got genitalia? Like, he's definitely... I don't know, I've seen some of the fan arts. Oh, it's like, oh my god. <laughs> Apparently he has genitalia and Patrick has, like, booty. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Well, he has booty in some of the episodes. It's true, You it's know, in the, in the movie, he has, like, that one... He, like, is in the in the, the nets and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you remember that? I do remember that. Oh, oh my god. So, Patrick Starr got back. You wanna... You wanna hentamingo me again? Yeah. Um, Only a hint, though. Yeah, we're gonna do the next one in just a second, too, so don't finish this one fast. Oh, challenge. Is that, is that too much of a hint? Uh, no. Should we just finish this can? Uh, yeah. Okay, let's just Challenge accepted. Oh, God. Oh, we have such a horrible job right now, you know? Oh, no. just, like, just drinking? Yeah, let's talk about SpongeBob <laughs> and Patrick's butt oh. while, you know, we're drinking a hint of... Spritz? Mango. Hint of mango. Poison. That's what it was. I forgot the fruit. Oh, God. It really isn't that good. It's it's really not, but it's like, better than most other Four Locos, I would say. It tastes like... Like the watermelon one? I don't know if I've ever tried that one. You don't want to. Yeah, I don't think so. You don't want to. You know the whatever one's in the yellow can? The gold one? Yeah. I think it's just called gold. I'm not sure. It is. It is gold flavor. You're right. How does gold have a flavor? <laughs> like, they're like, I just remember like gold member gold. from Austin Powers, just like, liquid gold! <laughs> so, definitely drink Four Locos. Don't take this as like a shit on you guys. It's great. It gets you really drunk. Honestly, the seltzer is better. Like, I know a lot of people are like, oh my god, seltzer. And it has that stigma of being like a feminine drink. Right. But, you know, know what? Man. Like, I've gotten White Claw drunk, and it's... It'll sneak up on you, right? And I, I see, I see it as like this is a party drink. If you want to get fucked up really fast, you drink one of the, one of these cans, and your mm -hmm. pregame is set. Like you're already, you're already basically like three to four beers in. I thought our pregame was taking her pants off. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> get to it. Uh, I remember when he first took his pants off. I always hated it. <laughs> I never said that. That's how, that's how it goes. Yeah. I mean, this is a really good party drink. And, yeah. you know, if you were to have a party with all those, like, jellyfish and everything, this oh would be the God. drink. That was the best episode. That was such like, a good episode. He's going ham with all these jellyfish, mm -hmm. and they're playing really good music. Right, no. You know. remember it. It reminds me of, like, kind of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that was... You remember Actually, I don't know if... I, it, I, that doesn't sound right now that I say it, but I love... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the jellyfish are yeah. like, all, like, two feet long yeah. and everything. Like, they were crazy. That was such a good episode, because, like... It was a even, No, remember afterwards, too, they have that sick beat, too, when he's, like, with Gary's ears. It's like... Oh, yeah, because he's using, like, a metronome, kind of. Dude, the music, like, not only... In the beginning episodes, the music was so, like, I don't know if they had, like, an orchestra. They didn't really explain. They, I mean, they had a lot of different people yeah. um, that did music for them. But, like, the original series had such a variety of music and, like, songs that just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, okay, so since we're that. talking about our favorite episodes, one of my favorite episodes, um, it's called Welcome to the Jump Chum Bucket. It's season through. Three episode two a season three. I can see the mangoes catching up with you. Yeah, the mangoes getting. The mangoes getting. 
So basically, this episode, he, Mr. Krabs bets SpongeBob's contract in a poker game to Plankton. And then, yeah, yeah, and then he loses, obviously. And then there's this song that they have, like, that they sing as a duet, and it's so good. Like, I sing it sometimes. I In the I, shower? Yeah, and at work, and <laughs> <laughs> on my Just way when I'm driving. Like, I bump it on iTunes. But, like, this, I don't know what it is about, like, where that, like, creative genius came from, but the, the music in the first seasons were so good it was like like the bubble bowl remember that one they had the whole bubble yeah. bowl was so good right like i'm getting all these episodes back right? as you bring them up like, there's there's too many to talk about because that was like, a squidward's cousin no squilliam is just like another squid basically oh, okay and um i remember he had that like heart attack or no it was a squidward that had a heart attack no wait, that's squilliam at the end so like, okay because like um squidward like throws away his whatever the thing is the, that you direct people with. The thingy? The wand. <laughs> and, um... I'm just thinking, like, Harry Potter. No, yeah. no I was like, I was like the Wingadre Leviosa, but... Yeah, it's Leviosa. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, he... So, yeah, and then he collapses, but there's a... There's a great line in that, again, by Patrick. Patrick had some of the best one-liners, yeah. and he, like, raises his hand, and he's like... Is mayonnaise instrument? Oh my god, yeah. I remember that. And then he raised it again in Squidward. No, Patrick, horseradish isn't <laughs> instrument either. So I showed you a job for a cowboy the other day. You remember yeah. the song in Two Minute Machine? Yeah. There's actually the best music video ever made in my eyes. It's on YouTube. It's an old video. Mm -hmm. They put in Two Minute Machine by Job for a Cowboy mm -hmm. over the bubble bowl scene. No way. And they put it perfectly, like, uh, what's her name, like, Miss Puff? Mrs. Puff, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, she's playing, like, that guitar or whatever, yeah. and they're doing, like, the guitar solo with her. Oh, that's And then so SpongeBob's, sick. like, screaming these oh. death metal vocals, oh. and, like, Patrick's got those, that. like, stupid, like, glasses on while he's playing the drums, yeah. and, like, he's doing the breakdown <laughs> and everything. Sweet, sweet victory, <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go and look that up, because I want to see that, because, like... Even that, like that, just is so creative. It's so good. It, that it wasn't just a stupid cartoon. They're like, oh, let's throw in this whole musical orchestra piece right. and like make it badass and like. Well, it's like even one of our favorite bands, Devil Wears Prada. They have a song called SpongeBob Grind Pan. Oh yeah. Because they did like a grindcore version of the intro to SpongeBob. Because, oh, I didn't like, know that's what that was. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's. Probably the most recognized intro in the world, I would say. Right. Like, you could go anywhere, and as soon as you hear, Oh, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Everyone so will go with it. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. I don't know a single person of any age, really, that yeah, wouldn't be able to continue that song with you. Right. Like, my 80-year-old grandma, she probably sings much more right. time. And know? I wonder, I'm hoping that, like there is a generation of people that were like, oh, Spongebob sucked because they only saw the last, um, like, let's what see, like how many seasons years? was it? Well, they had the first three seasons. They had, like, 11 seasons or some shit oh, like wow. that. Oh, I didn't know. Um, far. And the, oh, the first three were the best. Yeah. But, like, if you grew up in the last era of Spongebob and only saw those episodes, I guarantee you hate fucking Spongebob. Like, Which is it's, weird to me. It's terrible. Like, we oh, know the good Spongebob. Right. And, um... God, I'd love to tell you. I'm gonna tell you about the fall, but I want to hear what your favorite episode is. If you had to pick one right now off your off the top of your head, I know we already went over a bunch of them, mm -hmm. but like, if you had to pick one, 
That's Doodle Bob was really that's cool. That's a great one. Like I love Doodle Bob. That one's really good. It's so hard because it's like the jellyfish rave episode was really good. Yeah. Um, I'd probably have to say the chocolate one. Oh, just because yeah. that's the one like with my like emo ass and everything. Because yeah. that's the one where it's like you find those memes where it's like. You know, I cry myself to sleep with heart attacks, yeah. and like you know, every morning I get up and I break, I break my, my like, arms, break my arms. I break my legs. It's like my bones are made of glass, like all this stuff. And I'll have like the fancy script, and you're like, uh, "Wow, who wrote this? Edgar Allan Poe?" And then uh, you're like, "Oh, it's no, fucking it's just SpongeBob." Just SpongeBob writers, and you know that whole episode was just such a weird dynamic because it's like. Spongebob wasn't at the Krusty Krab. He's out there like trying to sell chocolate and everything. Right. They're introducing like these new characters and stuff like that. Um, oh, or the Krusty Krab pizza one. Oh, yeah. That one Krusty was great. Krab, yeah, yeah, yeah. Krab, he's like, pizza. what was he like? Oh, it's uh, this bad boy right here. The Pilgrims, he's a Oh, yeah. It's, like, it's not just a boulder. <laughs> it's, it's a rock. <laughs> and he's like, uh, because like you forgot my, uh, you forgot Mr. Diet Kelp. Dr. Kelp. Yeah, Diet Dr. Kelp. Can't have my pizza without my drink. <laughs> and just the songs, like you were talking about before, like the random songs where he's like, Krusty Krab Pizza yeah. is a pizza yeah. for you and me. Krusty Krab. Yeah. No, and you know the little part where he belts, for you and me. And like, see the. Sorry know, for that, everyone. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Huh? Hopefully, you didn't blow up. God, your ears. if they're wearing headphones right now, uh, we're gonna get some lawsuits. Yeah, you're welcome. Love me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, with that episode too, you know, like the faces too. Like they did, they had like like the basic storyline of that, but like in that whole thing, he has like SpongeBob has all these different faces during yeah. the singing, and it's um. It's yeah, really no. good. Like I really love that they, especially in the early episodes. In the in in the later episodes, they don't have like the interesting drawings and stuff. Wow, right I know. I was just about to say I'm gonna finish my. Mm. Let's do this next drink, and uh, ooh, that mango is like sitting on my tongue a little bit more. I don't know. It's like I'm not like a huge mango fan in the first place. I mean, I yeah. am, but that's not. I'm gonna do my diabetic thing. That was a lot louder than I thought yeah. it would be. That was pretty good. You Thanks. should have warned them. You should have listened to my ASMR. Oh. oh I think our viewers would prefer to hear that one, though. Uh, this one's alcohol. Yeah, exactly. This Here's is just diet. A, wait, so acetam wait. <laughs> acetaminophen? It's Tylenol. Yeah, let's uh, not <laughs> what drink is, that. <laughs> what is... Oh, aspartame. Okay. So this is... How should we get that mango flavor? I forgot to read off. what this is. So this is a local brew. Um, it is a Scottsdale Blonde by Hus um, Brewery. Hus Brewery. So, Brewing. Hus um, Brewing. Hus Brewing. Sorry. You guys are awesome. I, I like this beer. I've had it before. Um, I've had Blonde Ales before. Right. And uh, I, I generally tend to like them. Like uh, I'm not a huge IPA person, but when it comes to... I'm just going to leave this over here because I really like Blonde Ales. You go for it. Thanks. Oh, it's kind of warm. We should have left it like. It's, <laughs> we we should just leave it sitting out in the studio while we wait. I know, you know? I know. It's a little warm, but it's really good. Yeah, it's very it smells, light. Smells uh, very sweet. Mm, it's light. It kind of has like that. Um, it's like a light beer, like a like a like a blue moon or a like a lager. Yeah. Anyway, but Blondels are generally like pretty like light and everything. Right. So if you're 
a fan of like you said like blue moon or even like island loggers mm -hmm. or anything like that this would probably be up your alley right it's definitely something this is like a beer pong beer right you know this, this is like something that like i could chug right and be not hating myself with right like yeah like this is a beer that you can drink at the bar and you're not you're not going to feel all bloated you can have a couple of these without it like <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> and that's all you know. Yeah. That's all you know right there. That's a... That was a good one. That had some base. Bass. <laughs> had some real bass. But yeah, no, I like this one a lot. I could definitely... This could be like a like a daily drink or like, or like oh. if you go to a bar or something. You this is something I would place. actually like buy and put in my fridge. Right. You know, not sit in the studio and get warm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not my fault. How was I supposed to know? <laughs> I just blame you for everything. You know, that's our dynamic here. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's really good. Oh, I'm not cheers. looking at it to see about like the bubbles and whatnot. Cheers. I mean, I don't know anything. If you shake it, you can tell how much alcohol is in there. I don't believe that for a second. Dude, science, bro. Okay. Um. So um, let's talk about the downfall, because really, like, there was really only. Three, in my opinion, three good seasons. Well, those are the ones that they play over and over and over right. on like cable TV and everything. You know, right. you see some of the newer episodes, but when their ratings go down, they're like, all right, let's go back to. They always the throw in ones. the good ones because yeah. they are so much better. Um, <clears throat> There's mine. That was good. Oh, that had some melon in it though. Some melon, or you mean some sour mango? Oh, mango. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, it's to that point where I'm just like, Before I forget my fruits. Uh, it's the four locos. It makes you crazy. Um, Four types. So really, that's really what everybody, like the general consensus is that the series dropped in quality um, after season three. And so they made the first three seasons with the original writers. Um, they made, so they made this after the SpongeBob movie. That was like the last time that they. Didn't they make a second movie too? They have three total movies. Oh, that's how much I've been watching SpongeBob recently. Right. And don't even feel bad. The last two movies. I haven't even watched them. They're garbage, though. Yeah. They, they look like garbage. They have no, like... Like, in one of them, they're like this... You know, remember the superhero, like, uh, the, like, Fantastic Four kind of playoff? Like, the the Justice League one, where... I'm trying to think. Oh, it's uh, Barnacle Boy and Aquaman. And, no, Mermaid Man. Mermaid and Man, it's when Barnacle yeah. Boy becomes a bad guy. DC is going to fucking slap me right now. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be mad, dude. Yeah. Lost. They just pissed off so many people, dude. Hey, that's right fine. Now. You know, if they they made like twenty bucks off of the Justice League movie, so they can come at me. They just didn't Sorry, do much DC. work. Yeah, <laughs> just just roasted DC real quick. I do not support him in that uh, opinion. Hmm. What? <laughs> yeah, our crew, our crew is like, wow, you are drunk if you like Justice League movies. I don't actually ever think I ever saw it. I was just lying. You're not missing out on anything. Mermaid Man's better. Honestly. Evil! <laughs> Dirty bubble! Oh, um, so... Oh, no, what evil stands for? Every villain is lemons. <laughs> lemons. Yeah, so... I just like the action voice that they use for the announcer, where he's like, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy! Reunite! Reunite! Yeah. And he's like... <laughs> right, With a so walker. Those are like... Those, again, we keep referencing the only good episodes in the series, or the, the only good couple of series, those first three. So after the Spongebob movie, it basically 
went to shit. So this guy named Paul Tibbet, he took over production of the series. He like did everything. He was like an actor and he did some writing and he did some producing and he did. So he's I'll like give a credit well, for that because that's a, a little bit thin to spread for making a show. Right, but like. In my eyes, I see that is he didn't really like excel in anything. You know what I mean? He's so like the jack of all trades, right? For, like, right, and, and not in a good way. I mean, like the first couple seasons that he was in charge of were pretty good. There were some good episodes in the beginning because they said had some of their original writers. They That's just were really still. Good. You oh, I was like, do you want some more? You have the fucking. I took your can. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Anyway, so he was in charge of like the first like right so couple of seasons after Hellenberg and everything. No, he did. No, he did. He had complete control after that. But like, whatever influences that the old series and the old writers and old animators have just fell away over the time over time. And Do you guys want to try this? Should we get the crew to try this? Do you guys want to try some yeah. of this? Okay. I, I think I think Ash does. You, oh, you want to try this? Yeah, I do. You want to try that? There you go. See, we're we're an equal opportunity. Uh, Drunk, drink. It's because I'm a woman. Exactly. She's not really a woman, guys. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> she is a figment of your imagination. Um. So, <laughs> let's see. So Paul Tibbet. I really just wanted to shit on him because I really think it's his fault. But in 2018, Steven Hillenberg. Um. Oh. In 2014, Hillenberg rejoined the team. Okay. Um, but the episodes, like those last four years of. The of the series, they, they, they didn't really increase in, in, in quality. It was too far gone, like, the cool humor was gone, there was no clever humor, it was all just stupid, like, everybody became retarded in the end. And I think that's, like, was, the time of, like, cartoons at that time, because it was, right. like, everything changed around that right. period, because that was when you had stuff like Adventure Time, Chowder, mm -hmm. like, all that, and it's, like, those were almost, like, stupid funny. You know, it's, I mean, it's like, they're doing ridiculous shit. Right, but, like, I mean, I wouldn't compare it the same as those because those ones were actually pretty clever. Mm. They did have more of a clever piece to them. It was like, it was like they were trying to keep that. So like, even the animation quality went down. Like they yeah. didn't put as much into the animation. It just seems like the storylines just didn't get as much like time and effort into them. Then there was always songs in like every episode, but they're all stupid and. It just like they tried picking like the most popular things from the old series and trying to recreate exactly, and oh, they okay. just couldn't do it. And it was just, I mean, I think that's really what happens to any good show. If you if you try and dig up a grave, you know, it's just yeah. you're still. I've done that a few times. It never works out. Yeah, it's always yeah, bad. Yeah. Grave diggings. Yeah, but you get some cool stuff out of it. You yeah, know? like what's that STD that you get from fucking dead bodies? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't. I don't. That's a real you thing. Me, is it really? No, yeah. There's like a specific, there's like, I remember reading this story. There's this guy, he, uh, he went to the doctor and he had this STD, like his dick was falling off basically. And the doctor was like, hmm, you only get this from, uh, uh like necrophilia. Necrophilia. And he worked in a morgue. And so they're like, oh, you've been, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. You've been fucking the deadies. So that's. I didn't even know they had that. Yeah, so uh, don't fuck dead bodies, dude. It's not just like because it's bad, like your dick will fall off. Your dick quite, will fall off. Quite literally. Can I have some more? Please? Dangling. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, sir, master, daddy. Yeah, yeah. There we yeah. go. Daddy um, Yoshi. So while you're pointing me that, um, 
Oh, shit. Steven Hillenburg died in 2018 at 57. How I, is that? That is really young, right? Did um, he die in Bikini Bottom? <sighs> Sorry, is this still too soon? Yeah, that's... Dude. Un... In... In... Unsensitive. Insensitive. You're sounding like Patrick right now. <laughs> that's unsensitive. <laughs> the recesses of my mind are an enigma. <laughs> and the, the glass of milk falls over. It's a picture of you from the Christmas party. Dude, that... That was a great episode. I love that one. Because you actually get to see, like, Patrick is, like, this maniacal genius on the inside yeah. somehow. Or the Pinhead Larry one. <laughs> I'm dirty Dan. I don't want to be Dirty Dan anymore. We're going back to the old episode. I know. Yeah, that's well, the thing. That's the moral of this part of the story is it's, like, right. we keep going back to these old episodes. Mm -hmm. that Those are the ones that they rerun because, right. let's just face it, they're better. Right. If anything, watch the old seasons. Maybe watch like season four to five, maybe, but like the first three seasons are really the best. Um, there's 11 seasons total, three movies, and this was pretty interesting. 40 video games they have. 40, 40? different video games. I had no idea. I so, uh, didn't even know. So I'm get on sure I've seen like one maybe after the movie came out, they had a video game for Right, it, but, but like I think every, I they it. have them for like mobile, they have them for all the different um, probably consoles and shit stuff. They had a lot of people like, Cool um, references. Uh, Motorhead did a song for them for one what? of their video games. That's the uh, Ace of Spades, right? Ace yeah. of Spades. The Ace of Spades. That's song. yeah. Motorhead does that song, right? I think so I don't know Motorhead that well, but oh. I like Motorhead songs. I just think like Tony Hawk, Pro Skater. Oh, you know. But they did stuff. a song "You Better Run," but then the song's called "You Better Swim." Hmm. So That's funny. a. Yeah, um, it's very clever. There's a total of 262 episodes, 120 hours and 30 minutes long. It will take you five whole days to finish it in one sitting. So bet. Let's fucking let's do it. Let's go. Let's I do don't it. actually think they stream all of the se the, the 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 seasons anywhere on Hulu. I can only find it on uh, five, maybe. Yeah, SpongeBob and Hulu. I think so. They I used thought to it was Amazon. I've seen it on Amazon. It, it is Amazon. Yeah, you can actually, um, uh, Daily Motion, I think is the website. You can they have okay. all of them on there. So go check it out. So yeah, that's basically, uh, that's basically it for the SpongeBob, dude. He's, I mean, I love, like overall, I love this series. I would watch it again and again and again. Like, it's like the Scooby-Doo of 90s kids. Cause yeah. like you have to think like the 70s and 80s. You know, it's like Boomerang. Mm -hmm. You know, the shows you watch on Boomerang now for us. Right. Uh, Scooby-Doo was like the childhood right. like cartoon. It was right. like wacky and out there and right. everything. I feel like SpongeBob was kind of like the Scooby-Doo of like our generation. Right, like everybody watched SpongeBob. Everybody <laughs> gets the references. Mm -hmm. Everybody watched it. Well, everyone gets references for Scooby-Doo and stuff. Right. You know, it's like, especially if you're bringing it up to like old folk and stuff like, like us, mm -hmm. like me. Yeah, uh, speak for yourself, oldie. Hmm. Whatever, you're like 35? <laughs> Don't listen to him. Tanner's actually 35. What if it is, like, I just, like, be, pretend to be, like, super old? I'm actually 47. Get it fucking right, dude. Look oh. how good I look for 40. It's not that great. <laughs> not that great. Okay, so, um, so we're, we're gonna showcase, this is, this is our giveaway. We're gonna showcase some cool things that we found on the internet. Um, and then we're gonna give it to you. So uh, we'll tell you a little bit about this product. Um, it's uh, 
It, it's called the testicuzzi. So what do you think that is, Joe? Huh? I mean, you we know, all right, about so it, and silly, I think testicles. Right. Like you know, yeah, a right coo- on, right. koozie for yeah. yeah. Is a te- it a koozie or testicle koozie? So it's a it's a jacuzzi for your for your testes. Like yeah. a, the little jet stream. Um, I'm gonna stop, show Yoshi real quick. You guys can see. You'll be able to see this. But so this is this is the testicuzzi. So I mean, you just put your testicles. And right in there, and so it actually has a motor that makes bubbles. So literally, you're setting your testicles in there, and it gives a nice little massage. You have to like put your own water in it, so like you you heat up a little bit of water. Yeah, and uh, it sacrifices you, must be made. Yeah, and I mean you got to put a little bit of work, but it gives a nice massaging bubble. And so, um, it really interesting story. The creators of this, um, they were in college, and I guess there was like a little. You know, like people talk about weird fetishes that they have, and it yeah. was like some funny sex game or whatever. What's the word? I had a great word. Gag. It's a gag. <laughs> so everyone loves the gag. <laughs> no. <Wow. laughs> so like you put you put uh, your balls in a cup, and somebody gets a straw and gives yourself your balls a little j- jacuzzi. So they actually. No, I only tried this three times. <laughs> what would you say? Did it feel amazing? Cause I, I use my own straw, like a silly straw. So you like... Yeah, it was really long. You have to attach like two or three of them because like I have a long torso. So, you know. <laughs> and your dick's just like way down there. Yeah, you know, it has nothing to do with size. It's all about the... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so some college friends, they developed this. Um, you can find it on testacuzzi.com. But we're going to be giving uh, one away from for free to you guys. Um, how you can enter, you can subscribe um, to WeBeAF.com. You can subscribe to Don't Drink and Review. Um, you can subscribe you to... You can find us on YouTube at oh, you WeBeAF as well. Right. You mm-hmm. can subscribe to WeBeAF's YouTube channel. And so you have three chances to um, basically be entered into this drawing. Um, we're going to be taking submissions or... Uh, Right? That's a, that's a word, right? We're yeah. taking submissions until the 4th of October, um, and then we'll be announcing the, the winners later on. Um, so subscribe. Uh, we'll be in contact with you, and then winner will receive an uh, awesome uh, testicuzzi. It's a um, good Father's Day gift. Yeah. Those, those guys that are uh, <laughs> infertile or whatever. It actually, no, they have a, they had a funny section on there about like the medical benefits of like warming <laughs> your testicles. And I was like, oh, of course they have to put that in there because it's, you know. Someone's going to like fuck themselves up on that. It yeah. would probably be me. I'd probably right. fuck myself up somehow. I mean, I could see it, dude. You can like, see my testicles in a jacuzzi. in a jacuzzi like going wrong. Jacuzzi. You're like, yeah, too much hot water. What if it's like hot tub time machine, but like hot tub tested jacuzzi, and so, you just like you go <laughs> back just, in a few? They just suck it. Like, I'm a woman. Um, so I want to be a real boy. <laughs> so oh, um, man. yeah, really well made. It's awesome. Go check it out, and then uh, subscribe to uh, be entered into the drawing. Um, Do it. So uh, we're gonna close yeah, up really now. Um, I'm sorry. What did you say to me? Mango? <laughs> great alcohol, great topic. I hope you enjoyed talking about it. It was really fun well. being on here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Like, you know, this thanks. is uh Thanks, Yoshi. It's a good excuse to be an alcoholic. Yeah. You know? like, Don't drink a yeah. review. My cup's gone. Your um, cup's gone? Well. Um, so uh, to wrap it all up, we'd it? like to thank our producers um, from uh, Versig Media. They're, you know, they're, they're awesome. They're kind of cool. 
they're kind of cool. They're pretty cool. Yeah. You know, they they they're do nifty. it. They do it. Um, so go check them out. Um, uh, what, what would you like to plug, Yoshi? <laughs> so you can find me at WeBAF on Instagram, YouTube. Uh, WeBF.com for all your Weeby needs. We just released a new interview with this cool cosplayer, Brittany, or Cheapy Cat Cosplay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I watched the interview. It was, it was awesome. So go give it a yeah. go. Give you can see me with a white hair. You know, it was oh, uh, so different. Sexy, dude. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's <laughs> alcohol speaking now. I know I'm not, but. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, pretty much that. Uh, we're WeBF.Zine on Twitter. And then. Yeah, um, you can uh, check me out. I'm going to be making a mushroom cultivation website. So uh, I'll have some more information about that next episode. And uh, appreciate you guys. And uh, see you next time. Thank Drink you.